0: you like stories about haunted locations? Or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world? If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our haunted escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it
1: spooky. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy. Welcome to the Activity Continues Podcast.
0: We are your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Megan. We're recording uh, just a little later in the week than usual as we both had busy weeks for a variety of reasons. We've already released episode four, Big J and the Paper People. So if you haven't yet, go and check that out because it was a good one.
1: It was a good one. It was a good one. We're all in love with Big J. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We all want a Big J in our lives. I know. And- What I've learned from listening to Amy Allen's things today, we may. We just maybe don't know that he's there.
0: I for sure had one. I for sure had a big J.
1: Yeah. So we are, last time I checked, we were super close to 300 downloads. So I'm going to, drumroll please, I'm going to check it right now. (laughs) 299. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm totally serious. (laughs) We're so Uh, close. (laughs) Maybe by the time we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know it seems silly to be excited over 300. No, it's not. I mean,
0: that's a big milestone. Yeah.
1: We'll really celebrate when we get to 500 or maybe 1,000.
0: We'll get there. New episodes of the show are coming February 18th. Oops,
1: I gave Megan the wrong info. It's Saturday, February twenty sixth, on Discovery
0: Plus. That will round out the season, and then in April there's going to be a two hour special. So, so just make sure you uh, mark your challenge or your challenge. Good God, your calendars <laughs> for that. When you make your chill. oh my gosh, you guys! I've only had two sips of my drink. What are you having? It's called 12-5's Hard Rebel Hard Coffee, and it's a Ooh. mocha latte, and it is just amazing. So it's so freaking good. I can't, oh my God, I want to chug nice. it all now. But Does it um, have alcohol in it? Yeah, yep. Uh, oh. 5% alcohol, ABV. Wow. So, Interesting. Yeah, it's so good. I'm loving yeah. it. Good. Do 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 do. I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> Megan's gonna be singing all of our commercial jingles for when we do get ads.
0: Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I'll sing them now. I mean, I...
1: we'll just give people free advertising.
0: Totally. Yeah. Until wait, they start paying us. Wait a second. That's <laughs> I'm not. See, this is why Amy's. This is why Amy's in charge and not me because I'd be like, let's just give free advertising. Then we'll never get sponsored.
1: I'm just drinking water now because I had a lot to drink last night and I'm still feeling it. So (laughs) I don't need any more, any more today. Oh, just wanted to note that it is February 13th, aka Superb Owl Sunday. Can't say the real word. Otherwise we get, they'll charge us. Oh. So you have to say Superb Owl. There's a big
0: sports ball game today.
1: Big sports ball game.
0: Or as the internet is saying, there's a football game around the Dr. Dre and Eminem concert.
1: (laughs) Well, I was watching Puppy Bowl, which I believe you can still say without having to pay. And Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are
0: hosting it. They have the most amazing friendship. Look, I have said it. I was saying it back um, in 2019. Snoop Dogg for president. (laughs) <laughs> I'll vote for him. Um, I love I mean, him. I love we him. We could so, do a lot I, worse. I know. We did do a lot worse. Um, I think that he is just the best. Like, he's just I love him so much. I love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty cool. He's
1: grown up a lot. And his relationship with Martha is just so like what the hell? You would not oh, expect, but they're, so they're cute like together. the best of friends. Yeah. You would never so be cute. like, okay,
0: it's going to be freaking good housekeeping, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. But yeah, they are just adorable. Like I could watch them all day.
1: Okay. So what else? We have new YouTube subscribers. <gasps> what? So a shout out to Christina and Randall. And I believe she is also following us on Instagram and Twitter. So What's up, Christina and Randall? You yeah. are the best. <laughs> and someone else called Drange in Maine, Love Maine, it. as in the state. Yeah. Yes. So thanks to you two. Uh, that's cool. Cool beans. And then I got an email today from a company that ranks podcasts and mm-hmm. then tells you what, even if you didn't ask. Mm -hmm. where your podcast ranks on certain
0: things. (laughs) I mean, some things that might be good, but some days it's it's probably like, you know, you're number 188 of 189, and it's like, I don't want to know that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So it says that the activity continues via Apple Podcasts, is where these rankings came from, in the last 30 days, is position number 77 in the category of TV reviews in the United Kingdom. What? So there's only 76 podcasts that are TV reviews in the United Kingdom that are doing better than us.
0: That is like (laughs) such a teeny tiny number. You guys, United Kingdom, you guys know what's going on.
1: I know. We're still getting downloads from Ireland. Oh,
0: Ireland. Listen, Ireland
1: is hands down. I best. think maybe we'll have to visit. We'll have to oh. go do a live show. You know in Ireland what? If
0: listen, if our public <laughs> wants it, I would sacrifice yes. and go to beautiful Ireland. I would as well. You gotta give people what they want. We listen, we're public servants here. So yeah. Yeah. we are here for you, Ireland. Thank you bags. <laughs>
1: they're they're packed. We are, we are also number ninety five in the category of TV reviews in the United States.
0: Oh my God, we've broken 100? a hundred. I don't shut even know
1: how many the f- there are. Front
0: door. There's. I'm probably, sure there's like, more than. There's gotta be more there's than. There's gotta be more
1: than a hundred like, TV reviews. With podcasts. all the
0: TV rev- TV shows. Oh shut. We listen. I'm speechless. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, you I know. It's. I'm never. You're speechless. never speechless. I know. Let's be honest.
1: That would never happen.
0: <laughs> if, listen, if I'm speechless or if you hear me say things like, I love camping, I'm in trouble <laughs> and you need to call somebody. Right, right. I'm going to go on a quick jog for four yes. miles. Mm, yes. Mm-mm.
1: I was going to say, if you if I ever like text you back saying, I'm going on a run or yeah. I'm, I'm going camping for a few yep. days and I won't be able to be reached, you I know that I've know. been kidnapped.
0: I will immediately call. I'll have your photo ready for Dateline. Right. I will call the police and I will say, Amy went camping, she's going to die. Or she's been murdered. Yeah. Or uh, in True Crime Obsessed, Patrick just talked about how you have to create um, a struggle so people know you were kidnapped and he said, put a vase by your door to kick the vase so that when the police come into your house, they see the vase kicked over and they know there was a struggle, so... Oh, my
1: God, that's so smart. Yeah, it is. It is really. I love that.
0: I was laughing really hard, though, because, you know, how Patrick is. And so he just went off the rails with it. I was legit cackling. Good thing I was (laughs) working from home because my coworkers would have been like, what are you doing? (laughs) That, listen, everybody, thank you so much to everybody who's downloaded us and and gotten us to those numbers. Because we just did this for fun. Yeah. Mostly to get our thoughts out of our head. Right, because we were just getting tired of texting it all day. Right. Day. So thank you, everybody, to, yes, to whoever, thank you. everybody you downloaded, especially Ireland.
1: Especially Ireland. Iraq.
0: <laughs> so when I was plotting out
1: this podcast in my little pea brain, I kind of thought that only people who watch The Dead Files would listen. But I realized that there are some people who listen who haven't yet seen the show or hadn't when they Started. I have heard people say, "Oh, I'm going to start watching that now." You know, after hearing the podcast, they're like, "Well, now I want to watch that show." So that's Mm -hmm. good. That's you know, I'm happy to give more listeners to the or watchers to the Dead Vows viewers, I guess would be the word. So I was planning on doing a a little episode just on talking about who's who Amy is, who Steve is, Matt, and just like a little overview thing for people who haven't watched the show or who don't watch it that Mm -hmm. much just to get some background on them and then i spaced it we got busy doing recaps of episodes and we didn't do it i meant to do it at like the second episode and then i just got distracted which is the story of my life but then it came to my attention that there are some super fans who assume that we don't know some things about amy and steve just because we haven't said anything about it on the podcast so whatever those people are probably not listening to us anymore anyway so <laughs> probably am not, not. Going to worry too much about them but this is for people who may have seen a few episodes of the dead files and are interested in learning more about amy steve and behind the scenes kind of stuff it's not meant to be all inclusive we don't know everything uh so please don't come at us about that we're trying our best we are trying our best If we got anything wrong, Amy or Steve, please let us know and we will make corrections in the next episode. We don't want to get anything wrong, but we're Mm -mm. going with what we can. And the sources are not
0: Uh, abundant.
1: Yes, correct. (laughs) There aren't a lot of things. Uh, Amy and Steve are both pretty private.
0: Yes. And if we do get something wrong, we promise it's not on purpose. So yes, exactly. Please feel free to correct us, but please Mm -hmm. do it nicely. We both have anxiety. And so um,
1: we just want you to like us. Just like us. And no not Okay. (laughs) No meanies. Yeah. So with that, here's what I found out about Amy. Some of the stuff I already do. Some of it is new to me. So Amy was born May 31st, 1973, and was raised in Denver, Colorado. She's lived in a bunch of other states, but she now lives in California with her husband, Rob. I believe his last name is pronounced Traegler. I might be pronouncing that wrong. He used to be a director on The Dead Files. They met in 2011, and they were married on Halloween of 2018. Oh, my God. That is so Amy. I love it. I love a Halloween wedding. It's the best. At the time of the article that I read, she had five cats and two dogs. Yes. But she might have more or different animals now. But she's, I think, always surrounds herself with pets, which makes her A-OK in my book.
0: Yeah. Yep. Unless one of those pets is a spider, only because I'm petrified of spiders, I don't have anything against them. Right. I understand that they're healthy to the animal kingdom, yeah. but they scare the bejesus out of me. Some
1: spiders are terrifying. I would yes. never have like a tarantula. No. That That would not happen. But, like, if I see a spider running around in the bathtub,
0: I'll leave it because yeah, they eat the bugs that I don't like. I really try my best to not. I've really been working on not killing them. Um, yeah. Sometimes it can't be helped when they look at me. Um, but <laughs> I really have been trying, you guys. And for me, that's a huge thing. I am... Some people have the fight or flight. I have what's called the possum and I just freeze and can't move. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, we have been getting stink bugs coming in Ooh. and I did not know what it was. What I One was just sitting on a bar stool down here and I took a picture of it and I put it on Facebook and I'm like, who's my new roommate? <laughs> and a bunch of people said, oh, that's a stink bug. Don't smash it. Just gently put it on a piece of paper and put it outside. So I did that. Put it outside, and then I let the dogs out a couple hours later, and walked by the little piece of paper, and the thing was toes up, <gasps> laying there dead toes, literally toes up. Oh my god, what happened? And so then I thought, well, maybe I maybe it froze. You know, it's kind of cold yeah. out. And then about a week later, I'm standing at the at the sink doing dishes, and I look down and I see another stink bug,
0: just oh staring no. at me. Oh, and so the audacity of it all.
1: I know he's pretty brave. So I just had a little conversation with him and I said, Hey, you know what? You can't live here. It's my house and you can't live here as I'm washing dishes, you know, cause I didn't want to stop what I was doing and get rid of him. So I was just talking to him and explained that he was not going to be able to stay here. And then I finished washing dishes and forgot all about him and walked away. And then I came back like the next day and he was still there in the same position. So I conclude that i talked to him to death
0: (laughs) i mean there are worse ways to go probably like being smashed (laughs) yeah
1: well i didn't want to deal with the smell so i didn't want to smash him but right so then after he was already dead and he'd been there for two days i just uh put him down the garbage disposal so smart did he smell and he didn't smell no okay good so maybe they don't smell when they're dead i don't know
0: maybe I wonder if they. Oh my gosh! I want. Do they need to make themselves smell? Because like know. that would be like a defense mechanism. Like a skunk. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I listen. Did this just change into a biology podcast? <laughs> it might. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Spiders of the universe. Okay. Anyway. So Amy's first experience that she recalls was at age four with shadow people who tried to kill her. We've talked about this before. yeah She said that. She had other experiences that she doesn't remember, but her parents said, you know, Mm -hmm. this has happened to you before, you know, when you were one, two, three, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you said, your son, you think he sees people. Yes. Like up in the corner of the room and stuff like that. So he's not going to remember that. No. But you remember that.
0: I mean, I 100% believe that babies and animals see that because, yeah, he would just be looking up in the ceiling and just smile. Yeah. Like he was seeing somebody. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Cute. I just picture like a ghost going,
0: oh, oh, you're uh-huh. so cute. Yep. <laughs> I pictured one of the uh, grandparents that had passed away just, you know, hovering and, and looking at him and smiling at him. Yeah. Cool.
1: So one of the sources that I had was a video on YouTube where Amy was at the Mansfield State Penitentiary and doing a Q&A it was a two night Q and a, so it's two different videos Mm -hmm. and I will link to all of my sources and all of Megan's sources. I'm going to put them in a blog post because there's a lot of them. I don't want to put them all in the show notes. I'll just create a blog post and then put a link to that blog post in the show notes. So you can still get there. Perfect. So in this Q and a, she told a story about she was little. She didn't say exactly how old she was playing Barbies with her friend at her house and they had set up the whole Barbie kingdom on the floor and Amy had already known that there was a dead little boy that played in her closet. And they were playing kind of near that closet. She and her friend left the room to go get snacks. And when they came back, the Barbie toys were thrown all over the room. And her friend freaked out. But Amy saw the little boy sitting in the middle of it. She knew that he was the one that had done it. And she was saying to her friend, well, it was him. It's no big deal. Like, she didn't realize that. It was something her friend couldn't see. And when she tried to explain it to her friend and her friend was like, I'm out of (sighs) here. She beat feet and never came back and was not friends with Amy anymore.
0: Oh, Amy, I'll be friends with you.
1: I know. It doesn't scare me. I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That made me sad that she lost her friend Mm -hmm. because of it. So when she was growing up, she tried to ignore all this stuff and just be normal, as she said. But it didn't really work out that way. In her late teens, she saw James Van Prague on TV, and it all became clear to her. And she said, quote, I fucking flipped my shit when she saw him. So I looked him up. I'd never heard of him before. Mm -hmm. But I went to YouTube and found some videos where he does some meditations. Okay. He does like mindfulness meditations, and he seems really cool. I'll I'll definitely check out more of his videos, and I'll link to them too. So – Then it was in her late teens when she started getting tested by other people in the paranormal world. She said that, quote, here's a quote, I was lucky to have been tested by several parapsychologists, psychiatrists, and psychologists who confirmed that I have some type of other abilities. Really? She has degrees in psychology, sociology, and business. And she was mentored by Dr. William Roll, who is a parapsychologist. Oh, nice. In case anybody out there doesn't know about parapsychology, I clipped a little thing from Wikipedia for you. Heck yeah,
0: she did. Yeah.
1: So parapsychology is the study of alleged, I hate that they say alleged, Mm -hmm. the study of alleged psychic phenomena, extrasensory perception, telepathy, precognition, clairvoyance, psychokinesis, aka telekinesis, and psychometry. And other paranormal claims, for example, those related to near-death experiences, synchronicity, apparitional experiences, etc. It's considered to be a pseudoscience, and a vast majority of mainstream scientists reject it. But Amy talks in this Q&A like she's really, she's really into the science of all of this, mm-hmm. and so she's, you know, it, she is kind of conflicted sometimes. But anyway, I didn't know what psychometry was. Mm-hmm. I I'd heard it, but I didn't know what it was. And she said when she was studying acupuncture, she learned about her secondary ability, which is psychometry. That is, the su- again, supposed, the supposed ability to discover facts about an event or a person by touching inanimate objects associated with them.
0: Oh, so it's kind of similar to clairvoyancy, I would think. Like you yeah, touch, yeah. like if you touch something that somebody owned, yeah. you can... You know, I know a lot of um, psychics who work with law enforcement, a lot of times they'll they'll do that. Yep. So
1: in our last episode, I think it was, I was talking about how they had flashed to Amy and she was sitting on the floor mm-hmm. of this yeah. residence. And I thought it was weird that she was sitting on the floor, but I, I'm wondering if she was trying to learn something from, from like the where the people yeah. walked and stuff. Yeah. It's just weird that. If, if she does that on a normal basis, that they don't show it mm-hmm. all the time. But another thing I learned is that they cut so much out mm-hmm. of the show. And we'll get a little into this when we get into the behind the scenes of the show itself. But she she might give the the people 15 things they need to do to get rid of everything that's going on in their house. And the show only shows three of them. So That makes sense. We're not getting the whole picture. Right,
0: right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, the, the walk itself is sometimes hours long. Yeah. So here's just a gossipy side note. Yes. Um, She,
1: she was married to Matt Anderson, mm-hmm. as we've spoken about before, the one that goes around on the walks with her holding the handheld camera. One article said they were married or at least together for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Another article I read said that their marriage was short lived and then. Yet another article said that they were no longer on speaking terms after they separated and that they only spoke once when they were on an episode together, which is bullshit because they're both on every episode and they speak to each other all the time. They may not speak to each other when the cameras aren't rolling.
0: He still does the walks with her. Yeah. I mean, he's still holding the camera. Yeah, he's on every episode.
1: At any rate, they were divorced in 2013 and Amy even tweeted about it that much I know is is real. And he's remarried now. So mm-hmm. don't worry about him. Mm-hmm. They're both remarried.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so I found most fascinating these two videos I talked about that were when she visited the Mansfield prison in Ohio. They're posted by a group called paranormal savage on YouTube. I'm going to link to them. So you'll be able to see them. But really, really interesting q&a's She was taking questions from the audience. And my only beef was the same as everybody else's, according to the comments, is that they didn't think of a way to mic the people that are asking the questions. So we don't hear the people asking the questions. We only hear Amy answering them. So you can't really, you're like, what did they ask? You can If the person is close enough to the guy who was recording it, then you can hear through his mic. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's not mic'd. You couldn't hear any of the questions. I feel like they could have shared a mic at that point. You know, most places like this, they just put a stand-up mic in the front, right in front of the stage. And yeah. then people walk up and stand in yeah. a line yeah. behind and they ask a question and move along.
0: Like a town hall or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, uh, takeaways from these videos. She seemed really goofy and giggly and funny and, like, just mm-hmm. I, it's very different than she is on the show. Yeah. But I understand on the show she's working. You know, we're all different when we're at work. Mm-hmm. And um and it's pretty serious business. I mean, these are these people are terrified and all this. So I I can see why she's different. But I guess I just
0: Plus I think skeptics would um kind of latch onto her if she was silly and goofy, like, oh, yep. you're not taking this seriously or this Absolutely. Is just a joke. Yep. So
1: that's a good point.
0: Yeah, so I I see why that is. But I
1: like it was fun watching her be like that. Conversational and silly and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, she mentioned her guides a lot. And at first, I wasn't sure if these were mentors, living people, like mm-hmm. the people she's talked about before, or dead people. And it turns out they are dead people. She's had the same ones for years. She did say that one of them is a new one. It's a friend who died a few years before the making of the video. And that was in 2016. Uh, someone asked her if she had animal guides, and she says she does believe that she has some animal guides. She thinks everybody does. And she said, you'd be shocked at how many guides a person has with them at any given time. It ranges from 13 to 50 or more. Wow. I love that idea. Me too. And I wish I knew who was with me, if if anyone
0: like, are they people, you know, or are they just like random spirits yeah. that, you know, like mine was, I reminded him of his sister. Oh. And so that's why he latched on to me. It was nobody I'd ever yeah. met. He, d- he was in the 1800s. But yeah, it'd be wow. interesting to know. Yeah. That yeah, was really neat.
1: Yeah. I think that my grandma might be because I have dreams about her a lot where she's not mm-hmm. dead. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Same. Aren't you supposed to be dead? aren't you dead? And she's just talking to me normal. And But sometimes other yep. people can't see her. I'm the only one that could see her. Really? Yeah. yeah. I bet. Yep. I would say
0: probably yeah. then.
1: And then I also have dreams about dead pets. And they're very much alive. And like, mm-hmm. like when my little dog Ricky died, I had dreams about him afterwards. And I was like, Ricky, you're alive. I can't believe you're alive. And it was like, oh. that's what I felt like in that dream. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, shit sad because <laughs> it was such a real dream it felt real you know yeah yep i don't know i love that idea mm-hmm. i do too i think it's really cool we all have a big j yes and i, I really hope it's true mm-hmm. so this was my favorite part again because it had to do with animals she said when animals die they can choose to stay in their form and become an animal guide or they could come back as different animals or as humans.
0: What? I know. Okay. So like theoretically if they come back as a human, you could meet your animal yeah, like later as in a life in a, as a person. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I know.
1: I love it. Uh she said that when she goes to a reveal, her guides are there and the client's guides are there and they work together. To help the client. Nice. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. The whole thing about guides was just, that was all new to mm-hmm. me. I mean, I knew that she talked about guides, but I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't even know that they were dead people. Right. I thought they were her friends. because <laughs> she And she's like, so Vicki told me. <laughs> and That's just one of her right. guides. It's a dead person. Yeah, and Vicki. I don't know if she knew her in real life. Or I mean, mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. when Vicki was alive. But and anyway, she talks about different dimensions and how time and space don't exist, which I have heard that said before, but I have not been able to wrap my head around it yet. As fascinating as it is, but so she said, that's why people can haunt a space when they're not dead. So there have been episodes where she sees something, she's explaining how this man murdered somebody, and then you find out the murderer is still alive. He's in prison. Wow she saw him. And then in that same episode, and maybe we should do this episode. It was a really good one. Steve actually went and talked to the guy in prison. No. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to that a little bit because we talk about it in a minute. So uh, she said, we construct our realities and we carry them. So one person asked, and I could hear this question. So if I pass and I've never been to Europe, can I go to Europe? And Amy said, yes, you can. And in a very amazing way too. Oh, I love that. I know. Uh, She was asked if she believes in God. And if not, then how does she explain ghosts? And I really am glad glad somebody asked this because that's what I struggle with. Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in God in the way that most people do. Mm -hmm. But I definitely believe in ghosts. And I've been told I can't have one and not the other.
0: You would Uh, almost have to think, though, that you couldn't have both. It, to me, it's like, okay, if, if you believe in God, then theoretically when people die, I'm totally destroying all, all of my, not destroying, but kind of going against my beliefs. But when people die, then shouldn't they move on? And so to have ghosts, one would think means that there's nothing to move on to. So I don't understand why they why they say you can't have one without the other. Because to me, the opposite would be true, and you couldn't have both. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I believe in God. I I do. I'm not, you know, but I don't understand how people say you can't have one without the other. Well, I think,
1: like, if you don't believe in heaven or hell then you believe that when you die, you just the lights go off and you're Oh, you're, you're gone. Poofed. Nothing. Nothing happens after that. But if you believe in God, then you believe there's another life. There's an afterlife. There's a maybe maybe a purgatory, depending on how good or bad you were, which that's the part I don't like.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. I get it. Yeah, I get that now. Yeah. So she said
1: this is a quote. I typed this up for beta because I want I may well make sure I didn't get it wrong. She said, I use language that is accessible by the majority. I use demon because that's a word that the majority understands. A lot of the entities that I come into contact with don't fit any of the frickin' terms we have accessible to describe them today. Interesting. Yeah. So she said we just don't have the language mm-hmm. to describe what she really is seeing. So she uses words like demons or entities, aliens yeah. or whatever. Uh, she says she absolutely has faith she's not going to say in what but she knows for a fact that there's something out there and it's good
0: nice smart of her to not say in what because then everybody who's not there would be attacking her uh-huh
1: yeah and i i found that really comforting mhm
0: that is really nice to hear
1: okay so here's some other just little bullet points um that i found from these interviews she she said they cut out a lot on the shows, mm-hmm. so if we're ever like, why didn't they do that? They probably did, mm-hmm. and the producers just cut it. The locations that have been selected are really the worst of the worst. Okay. She noted that she doesn't see Steve a lot, mm-hmm. but she said she loves his girlfriend. She keeps him in line and keeps him happy, which makes her life easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah. But then, as we were discussing earlier, this was in 2016, and he didn't meet his current wife yeah until later right so she was not talking about her yeah 2019 yeah yeah so someone asked about a follow-up on a specific episode and amy said they're doing well the the family was doing well and then she said they used to do these revisited episodes but they stopped doing it after
0: one season she doesn't know why so. That's a bummer because I think a lot yeah. of uh and by a lot of I mean you and me um would really <laughs> like to have a follow up to some of these. I really would. Yeah. I really would. I think a lot of people who watch the show would too. Mhm. Yeah.
1: So producers
0: if you're listening, yeah, which listen I know up. you are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, they probably have someone at the Travel Channel listening to us to make sure we're not fucking anything up. Yeah. We try not to. If we are, let us know and we'll fix it. Yeah, we try. We really try not to. Yeah. We're on your side. We want more people to watch the show.
0: We love your show. She
1: said when someone's in their death state, it's not a continuous state. So you know how like, she'll say that person's in their death state and they died by being like burned alive or something? Mm -hmm. And I thought that meant that they will live in eternal life burning to death yeah she said no um they've chosen to to do that to be that way they want to share what they've gone through they want her to see what happened to them so they show like if they're trying to say the how they got murdered or something okay they they do that so that she can see what happened and some just hang on because they can't process their death and they keep reliving it they don't realize they're dead or won't admit it
0: Like the guy in one of my stories who his death was so fast. Yeah. He didn't even know he was dead. He was the cop that was, that was killed. Right.
1: She, someone asked her about Ouija boards and she is very against using them, as we know, because it opens up some shit that you can't put back. Elvis. Uh, but she does collect them
0: and she has them up on her walls. I would think that, yeah, collecting them wouldn't do anything. It's when you open or when you play with it that... When you use it, yeah. yeah. I have one.
1: I have one that's up. It's not on a wall, but it's on a um, a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. But I don't even have the planchette. I don't yeah. even know what happened to it. It's, I probably threw it away. So. I
0: used to, when I was younger, I I used one. Um, back when I was, I, mean, I was probably like 12 or something. I had no idea, so... Did anything happen? No, but maybe that's why I attract spirits now. There you go. I,
1: I That's opened where it up. Frank came from? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I tried to use one once when I was little, probably that age too, maybe even like younger. But I knew that whoever I was doing it with, I knew they were pushing it. I knew mm-hmm. it was that. It, so I just thought they were bullshit. Yeah. So it never scared me or anything. I just, I was like, well, she's pushing it. So, yeah. She has always worked with skeptics and she appreciates that skeptics test her. Yeah. She considers herself an open-minded skeptic,
0: which is great because then, to me, that just proves that she's authentic because yeah. she's not afraid for people to test her and be like, "Listen, yeah. you know." She's like, "Fine, bring it on.
1: I'm the real deal." Yep. She is skeptical of orbs. I thought mm. that was interesting. I kind I am of am too. too. It's usually, does. Yeah,
0: hundred <laughs> percent. And 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 how do you dust. like? How do you disprove it? That it's, or how do you prove it's an orb and not dust? Because to me, they're all dust. We're all dust.
1: We're all, we are, we're all (laughs) dust anyway. Uh, There was another video the Travel Channel put out that was spending a day in the life with Amy. Mm -hmm. And I learned a couple. Did you watch that one? No, I didn't. I just watched the Steve one. Oh, okay. Uh, Her grandmother is one of her guides.
0: Love that. Yeah. Oh.
1: And also, I learned that she has a raspberry birthmark on the back of her neck. Oh. And in the video, she and her friends go to a store where they have like tarot cards and readings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she buys one of the tarot decks and her friend has a reading and they all, it's, it's she and like four or five of her friends that sit together in this, that go around town together for the day. Mm -hmm. And it was all just reminding me of early nineties. I guess it was. I was smitten with all of this stuff, anything paranormal, anything with herbs. Um, crystals, all that yep. stuff. I read all these books. I've got a tarot card deck. And I used to spend weekends at a shop in South Minneapolis called Present Moment. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those places where you walked in and it just felt calm and it smelled good and everybody was nice. And they had, they had like a whole pharmacy sort of, but it was all just herbs. Really? You'd go up and you'd tell the person what you, you know, I'm having trouble sleeping or I... I'm allergic to something or whatever. And they would put stuff together for you oh, to take and so make neat. into tea. It was so cool. I love that store. So I looked them up. They're still there. Yay! I think they closed around, um, well, because of both the George Floyd stuff and uh-huh. the pandemic. Uh-huh. And so they had closed up for a while, but they're open again. So I'll put the link to their website. Everybody can go visit who's local. It's a great shop. So, speaking of shops, I went to Amy's official site, and she's opening up a store to sell stuff that
0: she makes. <gasps> what? She, yeah, she's a crafter too. Yeah, she makes Amy, jewelry. Is like there you. anything you can't do? Amy, I let's know. get together. Craft yeah. day. You guys should make jewelry together. <gasps> I'm, I'm down. I'm down yep. for it. Amy, call me. Yep. yep. If you reach out, I'll give you my cell phone number. <laughs>
1: Megan doesn't give that out to very many people. So that's quite an honor. It is. Yeah.
0: For you, Amy, I'll do it.
1: She had a store on Poshmark, Mm -hmm. but I think she sold everything and is moving to a different platform. She's been talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. And I don't have a link to it yet, but I I looked at the Poshmark store and I think everything is sold out.
0: I'm trying to sell on Poshmark. It is so hard. Is it? I have a bunch of stuff, like new stuff. From huh. Ralph Lauren Anthropology, new with tags on it. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. All right, maybe we should put your
1: store in the link too. Send me your link. I'll Buy my stuff. put it in the show notes. Yeah. So, Amy and her friend, this is from her website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy and her friend Jenny Bell met in Arizona when they were both on an investigation of the Santa Clarita Hotel.
0: Ooh.
1: They hit it off and started a business, Lost Souls PI.
0: Oh my God, I love that.
1: PI standing for Paranormal Investigation, not Private Investigation. And Jenny is from Minnesota.
0: (gasps) Oh, Jenny, Minnesota represent.
1: Oh, yeah. And she now heads up the workshops, the opening workshops that Amy has created. She has a paranormal unit within her company, which her company is Amy Allen LLC. And this other woman is also named Amy. Amy Beams or BEMS. She heads up that. Uh, but they're all of those paranormal investigations and workshops are on hold right now. They're starting to bring the workshops back. Sure. I think that would be really fun to do. Yeah, it would. She kind of teaches you how to open up and mm-hmm. see if mm-hmm. there's anything. If you have any abilities.
0: Oh my god. That would be oh that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be so I would fun. Love it. Yeah. So here's more about her
1: jewelry. Yes. She has pre-made pieces that she puts up on the stuff, but she also takes personal orders. So you send a photo of the person that the piece is for, whether it's you or your friend mm-hmm. or whatever. She meditates on that and then consults with her guides and comes up with a piece made specifically for that person.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. To- yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, I'm going to look it up right now while you're while we're finishing up.
1: So during the Q&A, I'm back to that because I thought this was a good place to end on. Mm-hmm. Someone asked her, how as a living person, do you make sure that you don't get stuck and not be able to move on? And Amy said, have no regrets. Take care of any unfinished business. If you've had trauma, work it out before you die. Reclaim any aspect of your being. Write letters and burn them, which sends them into the universe. So if you have something to say to somebody and you can't because they're dead or you don't, you can't find them or whatever, write a letter and burn it.
0: Really okay, yeah. so I've got a lot to say to a couple people, yeah,
1: <laughs> lots to say, lots and lots. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner.
0: I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, three-portioned ingredients, and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones.
1: So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. God,
0: make dinner amazing.
1: We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty, too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one. And when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get twenty percent off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code activity twenty four. This offer is good until March twenty seventh, so get your gummies now. Okay, do you want to do Steve before we go to behind yes. the scenes and stuff?
0: Okay. Mine is not nearly as in depth as yours. That's okay. There was so it was really tough to find. I know. I looked. uh, I looked for
1: Steve's stuff too, and I could not. I literally
0: went through his entire Instagram account,
1: like down to the bottom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's where you're going to find a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did that with Amy
0: too for mostly her Twitter. Yeah. So, Steve, I found that he was born in uh, May 1st, 1966, in Brooklyn, New York. So interesting. I think they're both Gemini's. I know they're both May babies. Yeah. I because she's at she's. End of May. Yep. And she's at the Yep. so I know she's a Gemini, and I think he is, too. Um, so that's very interesting. Um, his father was in the military, actually. He was World War II. He was on the, the Normandy beaches. He stormed Omaha Beach. Oh, my God. Yeah, so thank you to him for his service. Yes. Um, and Steve was also in the military. Um, he served in the United States Marine Corps for three years. So anybody who's listening, um, thank you for your service, whether you're currently past— you know, thank you so much. He was in it for three years before he was honorably discharged. Once he did that, then he went to the NYPD, where he served for 21 years. He has two rings from NYPD. Here we go. Yeah, I could not find why he received those rings. I have a friend in law enforcement, and I asked her, like, you know, do they receive rings as a detective when you retire? And and she said, no, might be something like a a club, like a Freemason, not mm. like he was a Freemason, but similar to a Freemason club. Okay. So that's all I could find out about the rings. Um, if anybody knows more, let us know. Again, if this is incorrect, I'm not doing it on purpose. Right. Um, it was just tough to find information about the rings. I, I tried to
1: because I had gotten some feedback that for being people who have seen so many shows, we're supposed to know all about the ring. And I I have now seen every episode that is aired, and I do not believe that ring is mentioned at all. No. No. So if anybody knows which episode he spoke about the ring, please let us know. Maybe I watched it, and I was Mm -hmm. doing something else at the time, and I missed it. I'm happy to watch it again. I'm happy to be wrong, but I do not believe it was ever addressed on the show. Yeah. If I'm wrong, let me know.
0: So after he retired from NYPD, he also was the uh, senior investigator for Merrill Lynch's fraud department. Oh. So he, yeah, I didn't know about that. Um, And he also owns his own private investigation firm called Paragon Investigations. I tried to find information on it. And when I, I did a search, it just pulled up this one like security company that didn't appear to be associated with Steve's. Hmm. It was really tough to, to dive deeply. I yeah. tried to find out about his separation from his wife. I couldn't find anything about that. He just got married to his current wife in December of 2021. Mm-hmm. So they just got married. The wedding pictures are up on Instagram. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. They look so happy. I'm so happy for them. I hope that, you know, he's happy and, and all of that. They seem to be very happy yeah. and they have a cute doggy. They do. It's like a little golden doodle. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. And he was in the, or the dog, I don't know if it's a he or she. Um, the puppy was in the wedding. Oh, it was just the cutest. So cute. <laughs> Fun fact in 2008, he appeared in a movie titled Pride and Glory alongside Ed Norton, Ooh. Colin Farrell, and John Voigt. What? I know. I don't know what part he had, but. I mean, that's a pretty... We should look for it. We should, and then we should watch it and then report back. So here's a quote from Steve about doing the show, and it's from ScreenRant.com. He says, quote, I was asked to do the show, and once I found out it was a paranormal, I said, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. But when me and the creator, Jim Casey, sat down, we discussed how it could be a detective-oriented investigation on my side, because I am an open-minded skeptic. I'm not skeptic of the paranormal. People get this wrong in me. I do believe there's stuff going on. Do I believe all of it? No. But I believe there's something going on. I hope there's an afterlife. My problem is with the living. I'm a skeptic of them, not the paranormal. And like, same, Steve. I am a skeptic of the living, too.
1: Yep. And I noticed when like he goes to some of these places and he interviews people, mm-hmm. and some of their claims are so outlandish, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going, mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Well, yep.
0: We'll see about that. Sure, Jan. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So there was an interview also that he did with the Travel Channel and they asked him a few questions. And one of them was, have you ever had any experiences with the paranormal? And he said, no. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any experiences. And so uh, they also asked him where he would want to like travel, top five destination. And based on his Instagram, I would have said tropical places. And mm-hmm. it's Bora Bora, Bermuda, Caribbean, Hawaii, or any places with sandy beaches and drinks with umbrella in them. And again, Steve, same. Yeah. Call me. Like, you, me, and your wife. We'll just go <laughs> pop, pop off go to Bermuda they asked what is one thing that most people don't know about you he said I play the drums and I'm into heavy metal and he does have some videos of him on Instagram playing the drums so I know that's just like you wouldn't I wouldn't look at Steve and think he's into heavy metal Um, I kind of would I would Don't have pictured him more of like a '80s hairband, like Bon Jovi, oh, okay. Aerosmith, White Snake, you know those types of. Oh sure, like classic rock, not yeah, not, not heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder if he's like heavy metal. Like, does Metallica classify as heavy metal, oh. or is he more of like the throat screaming heavy metal? Oh, <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. <they, laughs> I know, like, like they also was, like the Cookie Monster. Yeah, when I listen to them, I'm like, oh my god, I need an old priest and a young priest, like yep. right now. Because <laughs> eh. one thing I did, one consistent thing, and even this, so I watched the the video you sent me, A Day in the Life of Steve. It was so like film noir, nineteen fifties detective, like yeah. very nasty it was just it was so Steve. Like it was just on point with him. And yep. he loves cigars. Yeah. And from his Instagram you know all of his pictures are him with cigars or golfing or both um and he loves being on a boat tons of pictures of him on a boat on Instagram and I think he lives in Florida so yeah I think he um, does solid place to be on a boat is Florida with the beaches Uh, you know what put me near any ocean in a tropical place don't put me in Antarctica I don't want to go there but
1: no not a frozen ocean
0: no I I want the ocean to be moving and
1: warm I mean I know Um, the ocean's not really frozen but you know you know what I mean you can't swim in it is what I mean
0: (laughs) and around Antarctica you know it's not it is frozen for part of the year yeah no thank you like I said, he really keeps his life really private mm-hmm. outside of posting, you know, random pictures uh, on like of his wedding. He has a daughter. Um, I didn't see any pictures of her. No, he's um, probably her trying name. to protect her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would assume. And, yeah. you know, her name is Lauren. And I only got that from the day in the life with Steve. Mm-hmm. She's a grown woman now. Mm-hmm. I think I did see a few different sources that say she's a, a tax attorney in New York. Um, oh. I, I can't say if that's verified or not. And then, don't know much about his his family. Like I said, his father passed away when he was seventeen in nineteen eighty. Um, and he did have a picture uh, of him and an older brother who was twenty three years older than him on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, he recently passed away as well. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's kind of all that I was able to find about Steve. I mm-hmm. mean, a lot talking about his net worth, which I thought was like. Who cares? I saw some of that, too, and I'm like, who gives a shit? Who cares about his net worth? Like, no, I don't, you know? Um, But, yeah, so one thing I did notice on his Instagram that was consistent is he's very much, um, like, family, friend-oriented. He had a ton of pictures of his friends, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a bunch of guys, um, a lot of pictures from people from the show, producers, Mm -hmm. you know, other cast members, a couple of him and Amy, uh-huh. So I feel like, you know, he's a very friendly guy. Like, mm-hmm. when he's your friend, he's your friend. Yeah. Um, based off of, you know, the quick search I did on his Instagram, which means that we're best friends and I know right. him of on course. a deeply personal level. But yeah. that's kind of really all I was able to find. Yeah, good. No, that's good. Yeah. In that video,
1: the the day in the
0: life with Steve,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my favorite part was when he and his friend are eating lunch in a, a pub uh-huh. and his friend friend they they're looking at like a plate a bowl or whatever of um shepherd's pie mm-hmm. and his friend says how can you say that's not healthy the smashed potatoes how can you say that's not healthy and steve goes there's fucking cheese on top you dopey not be bastard
0: <laughs> yeah one of his lifelong friends um i think his name is dominic yep. um They've been friends since they were three. They were both detectives together. I mean they they have got a bond. I think that is. I think they said that Steve saved his life. Yeah. So yep.
1: So did you
0: watch the behind the scenes video? I feel like I did. Okay, but I don't remember it. I'm not. I'll tell lie. you what
1: I the notes I took on it, and then if you remember something, you can pipe up. So this was a travel channel show about how they do the show, like how, how the schedule is and stuff. So the executive producer and the team decide which location to
0: use
1: by all the submissions. Yep. And then they do research for a couple of weeks to figure out, like get anything they need to have in order before they go. And it really showed how Amy is so sequestered from yes. everybody else. And that part about how she doesn't know where she's going mm-hmm. until she gets to the airport. Mm-hmm. And the person at the airport says, where are you going today? And she goes, I don't know. Yep. And then the person says, Kansas City. And she goes, oh, God. I
0: mean. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> yes. I remember that because I remember I talked about how cute she looked in pigtails. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's wearing pigtails. <laughs>
1: And another thing they do to keep her kind of sequestered is that she has to travel for hours by car from the airport so that she doesn't know where she's going based on where the, where she's landing.
0: Mm -hmm. They have a a pretty good sized team that travels with them. Yeah, they do. I was surprised at how big that team was. And I was honestly surprised at how much work goes into, like, they don't just pick one and they're like, okay, bye. Like. You know they really do a lot of investigating before they even get there, before yep. Steve even does his investigation. Yep. And then
1: Steve finds out stuff while he's talking to the mm-hmm. homeowners or the the clients, mm-hmm. and then and then they have to run off and investigate that stuff too. I'm sure mm-hmm. Steve is like, you know, is in charge of it, but they yeah. run around and do all that stuff. And the producers also help Matt. Clear the premises. It's not just him walking around covering okay. up pictures. It's the whole.
0: I was wondering because know, I'm like, like that would, that would take, would take, take him hours. Like that <laughs> would take, especially when he does like the hotels. Oh yeah, with all of the pictures and all of that. Yeah, that would take yeah. a long time. Matt is the only person that
1: Amy interacts with on the walk. So even though there's a camera crew there, she only talks to Matt. The camera crew. One of the guys in the camera crew said that they have to follow Amy wherever she goes. And it could be blocks away. But Really? I yeah. It's like it could be five blocks down the street. Oh, and they're yeah. standing outside. I have never... I don't think I've ever seen Amy say, we need to go down the street.
0: Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. maybe
1: they cut it. But I've never seen her go to a second location. Right. Unless she was asked. Right. You know? I did see one where Steve was talking to the client and... And then Amy had done the walk, and then they made a point to say, We have never done this before. But Steve was saying, I need Amy to check out this woman's house. The where the original location that they were called to is at her this woman's workplace. Mm -hmm. But the woman believed that she had taken a uh entity home with her. Yep. And so Steve and Amy did meet Mm -hmm. under cover of night and then discussed how they now need, Amy needs to go to this woman's house. Mm-hmm. And so she did that. But that's the only time I've ever seen that happen. So I did note that while she is doing her walk, there's somebody on the crew that is rapidly taking notes, writing mm-hmm. down everything that she says and that she sees. And I was thinking that it's the job that I want yeah. because I love taking notes. That's what I did for my last job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved doing that, taking notes in meetings and stuff and keeping track all. I think that would be such a fun job to have. So whoever does that job now, if you don't, if you're retiring or something, call Amy. Put in a word for me.
0: Yeah, Amy's available to do that.
1: I am available to do that.
0: Oh, and I'll be a reference. So okay, yeah, right. Uh, Yeah, Steve tells the production crew what he
1: wants, like autopsy reports and stuff like that, and then the team goes out and gets them. He did say he misses being a detective. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically five days of investigation from the. Walk to the reveal. So they spend a week or so oh, wow. with, with these people. Yeah.
0: Yep. He still kind of is an, an investigator. Yeah. Though. I, I mean, mean, he is. Yeah. But yeah, it's not homicide investigating. Yeah.
1: And the last thing I noted was she really does not meet even the clients until the cameras roll. Because they don't want her reading anything from them. Like they get to the reveal location. Mm-hmm. They're already sitting somewhere when she walks into the room because they don't want her to even like, you know, run into him in the lobby or whatever.
0: Right. That I like that, though. It's so like, it's really authentic. She wants to make sure that there's no question.
1: Right. And I, I was listening to, I think it was a podcast I was listening to today that she was a guest on. And she said, she's talking to the listeners. She said, if you want us to come and investigate and you send me a note on Twitter and tell me everything that's going on, you're probably not going to get chosen because I can't know all of that. You can't yeah. tell me everything or or we can't do it. Right. So Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. There's a Q&A. It was an mm-hmm. episode. Uh, I think it's the first one in season three. Yeah. And it's led by the show's creator. He's the one asking the questions. And he, I'll ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> and he was taking he was taking questions from listeners or viewers I mean. I'm so used to podcasting. I always say listener when I mean viewer. Yeah. We get you, Amy. Thank you. Um Oh, this is uh back to the thing about how the energy of a live person can be quote unquote haunting a location or a person. Yeah. And she said it's because something life-changing happened in that location or near there, that a part of the person is still there. Oh, like so, residual energy. Yeah. This one, that episode, and I can't remember what the title of it is, but where this man killed a man in the basement of a bar. I want to say it was the one called Plan B. I might be wrong about that, but. This guy killed the owner of the bar or the manager anyway of the bar in the basement because he the victim uh touched his butt. And so Oh,
0: I feel like
1: you I see that one? If I've
0: seen that you one. I've seen that one. That sounds one. familiar. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so Amy was seeing this she was feeling this energy from the murderer. And then we find out later he's still alive mm-hmm. and he's in prison and Steve goes to talk to him. The man asked Steve what it was like to talk to him, and he said he wanted to slap the fucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I would have too. Probably more than one reason why there's um, those those glass barriers or plastic barriers between criminals and uh-huh. interviewers, so they don't reach across and strangle one another. Well, it's like Joe Kendo when he said he knew he wanted to retire. He said it took, he was interviewing a a suspect about molesting a a child. Uh. And based on the suspect's answer, he said, it took everything I had not to jump across the table and, and kill him because the suspect said, well, he came on to me.
1: No, he fucking did. And it it it. was like
0: a, a small, like five, six year old child. So gross.
1: Yep. So one last thing I'll leave you with because I thought it was hilarious. The host asked Steve if he's worried about something following him home. And he said, no. He said, I don't think about that. I'm just worried about the clients. I'm not thinking about myself. And then the host asked Amy, do you think he should be worried about that? And she said, no. Even if something did follow him, he'd be oblivious to it. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, they would only want to follow somebody if they thought it was going to do them any good. Right. And Steve wouldn't even know that the person's there. So it wouldn't matter. And she said, I don't think anybody's gonna go out of their way to follow Steve home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they sound like they have a really good relationship. Like yeah. just a fun one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's what we got. Oh, and in the end of that one, Steve said that he loves the fans. They are the most devoted fans on the planet.
0: We are. So, we, love we love you, the- Steve. We love you, Amy. We love you, listeners. We love everyone. Just yep. a big love. We love yeah. everyone. So, kind of like that. Yeah.
1: joining us for another episode of the Activity Continues podcast. We hope you will join us next time when we cover a couple more episodes. We aren't sure which ones yet, but we will let you know as soon as we do. In the meantime, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know which ones you would like us to talk about. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com. Also, don't forget, all new episodes of The Dead Files will be airing on the Travel Channel on February 26th at 9 p.m. Central. That's 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. So set your VCRs. Just kidding. Just set a reminder in your phone. I can't wait to watch and talk about those. The Activity Continues podcast is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media, and is a part of the independent Collected Sounds podcast network.
0: Nailed it.